0: You ready? Season 2 The Fed Up News I'm going public I ain't got time for this These damn kids ridiculous Ah, I'm fed up Who fed up? up? I'm fed up You fed up We fed up Welcome to Season 2 of The Fed Up News Teresa M Hosted this shit is real. Get it together, self improve. Do it real smooth. Let me talk to you. Learn how to self improve. Business, mental health, self improvement is the wealth. What you gonna do when you need some help? Call on me and I'll give you the help. Who fed up? You fed up? We fed up. Fed Up News Season Two, Fed Up News Season Two, a hey, Fed Up News Season Two. Uh-uh. This is Teresa M. again from the Fed Up Blogger, and we're gonna be talking about ghetto ness today. When I mean ghetto, I mean the hood of America's in the inner city ghettos where the buses take thirty minutes. And let's talk about that ghetto today and how it became so out of control how our own people black people how black people are even looking at black people crazy now the rest of of the america and the world are looking at african americans as ruthless irresponsible trashy nobodies who just wasting space and african americans we have been looked at like this for years and you wonder why First thing people will say, racism. You know, first thing they say, in in unequal treatment. But how did we come to this moment where we are treated unequally and we are the most inferior in a world full of different ethnicities? Like I'm saying, and I'll continue to say, we are all one human race, but the African Americans are seen as inferior of all these races so what in the ghetto is going on african americans are demonized and is looked on as a destruction to just anything just a waste of space right so we're gonna wonder how this became once they we got off those slave ships, once our ancestors got off the slave ships, what happened to our missing culture? And is our culture really missing? I believe our culture is not missing. Black culture is in Africa, and we have no idea where it came from and how we get it, unless we go to Africa ourselves to find out. For those who say they are not from Africa, you will lie. Do your research and you'll find out you from Africa. Majority of us are. So why are we? How did we, the African-American family get destroyed? With the destruction of the black man in slavery, we were used as cattle, our families were separated. We were just used as animals rather than people. And not provided the education that we need to survive in America. We had the education when our slave ancestors came here. We had the education back home in Africa about our culture and our setup and our languages. But when we got to a new world that was white, we were not taught anything in this new world that is primarily for this new world. And so generations down, we are, we have a lot of lost souls, lost generational souls going on out here. And it's due to slavery. If you wonder, if you're African American, you wonder, like, dang. Okay, I see we know how to dance, we know how to make stuff, we know how to do a lot, we know how to have fun in the struggle, but what does this all come from? How do we get this these talents? And how are we not being seen of these talents? Because, to be honest, we're not even going to start with media. The real talent we show is not portrayed on the media. This trap music is not black culture. That is just a business set up to keep destroying our youth in these inner city ghettos. You know damn well is something wrong when it's a whole music genre. They change hip-hop to trap killer music and they profit off this because hey, 4,000 companies, over 4,000 companies are getting revenue from these private and these public prisons so hey, it's all business. Okay, let's make music and then get these following ass people to kill and shoot up and think that's tough and think that's boss right so we're gonna keep making this music hey it's not arresting us it's arresting these lost souls these lost people who don't have a cent in their pockets to to spend because they spent it all on designer trends that they can't even afford it's just ridiculous let's take a history lesson today sorry y'all but for not having a poem I have a poem next podcast but we getting down and dirty today okay so right after the civil rights movement we saw a lot of riots a lot of destruction of property all across America everything was in a whirlwind before civil rights three out of four children in America was in a two-parent household african-american children two-parent household after mlk got assassinated all the working black men they lost jobs the america industrial system which had all those factories and brought a lot of working benefits to many families especially black families being that we just came out of slavery you know took about 400 years but we got out of slavery finally and we integrated up north after all that civil war stuff so we finally we found free work with the industrialization industries and hey no warehouse jobs working on our hands men making money women at home with the kids raising them everything was glamorous -glamorous. semi-glamorous of course it was still segregation one thing, cut this off, one thing that us black people need to know is that we will always be alienated in this society for years to come. I don't know how long until probably Judgment Day. But that slave enslavement of our people for those years is just, it's, it's a sample. It's not even a sample. It showed them, showed us how Greed and vulnerability destroyed our people in America. Destroyed our land that well we once was in. Now that land is not ours no more. We have to claim it though. You gotta claim that Wakanda Africa stuff, you know? I'm just being dry humor right now, but anyway, not really a comedian. After civil rights movement. Punishment as far as war on drugs in the ghettos and how black people, well, thugs, quote unquote, we don't say black people because they didn't say it directly. Thugs and crack babies and all that was taking a hold of America. And we had to crack down on those drugs, right? Wherever these drugs came from, now mind you, the war. Which war was that? The Cold War, one of them wars. I'm not a historian, y'all. I just do a little research enough to give you the numbers. After the war, you know, everything, you know, went love. That was that the 1960s, 1980s was a drug, drug war on drugs. And in the 1970s, you know, we was feeling liberated. This enjoying our own music that did not co- promote violence. We was chilling. Then, you know, King died in 68 before, you know, so we, we turned up. We turned up after King died. And so they was like, whoa. I don't know who would stay, but I'm just saying. They was like, whoa. These people are really angry we killed this man. Are we about to turn it up higher for them since they think it's that time to to uh, go against the American dream. Bam, crack. You know, you know, cocaine was around. Cocaine is a party ju- drug for, you know, students. Students and rich people. Then they just put in some type of concoction. Crack cocaine. These niggers, can, you know, they can afford this crack cocaine. Couldn't afford cocaine, though. You know, back then. It's a little too high. So, it was like, let, it, let them get in the party, too. Let's get let's get these black people in the, the drug party. Give them this crack. And then we're going to use this crack as a criminal offense compared to cocaine. Crack cocaine, that's a... We're going to lock them up. See, this crack cocaine was a source for sale. Heroin and all that. Was a source for black men to sell primarily black men and someone black women too to sell during the times after the, you know they lost those industrial jobs what are you gonna do if you lost the industrial job black man gotta provide for five six seven eight nine ten kids but you was providing for them all that time and then the industrial companies Getting good benefits, saving money, but when it comes to the end, suddenly America outsources to cheaper countries, whatsoever trade, and you left stuck. Like what happened? Just get the rug, to, you know, rug pulled under you. So hey, coincidentally, crack cocaine appeared during the times of deindustrialization de- of America. Well, if I was one of the men, I'd have been like, you know what? Psh, hey, this fast money I got to take care of me and my family. I'm gonna jump on it. They jumped on it. But they didn't know the severity of it. Crack cocaine, years of or life in prison, you know what I'm saying? That happened. And the rest in, ended up with mass incarceration and ghettos without fathers. And a bunch of little boys who think they thugging, they gangster, and fighting over turf they don't own. After all that happened, that's what happened. See, the Caucasian man in history, the ones who wasn't afraid to say, hey, they, they saw they superior o- over black people, had a bunch of ghetto myths aka stereotypes about us and they still do thug, cracked out ghetto, independent that's how they see black people and that's how they always will I see it every day until I open my open my mouth and speak up and sound educated but I can see clearly downtown anywhere with a majority of white people they look at me like okay is this nigga gonna steal? Or why is she around? She being nosy? She wanna be us? What's going on? I feel that bad. I don't tripping on I live my life. I'm not racist or nothing. I chill. But yeah, so we labeled the thugs, cracked out, ghetto, and dependent. And the fact that, hey, some of this is true, of course. Because, hey, the programming, I don't know the. Process of black people from slavery, from when he first landed on in this country, from now, generational fuck up, generationals, generations of fuck up, uneducated majority of us was uneducated with this this American way, Western way, and a lot of black families, you know, they were fortunate to you know sneak and get education or you know they had white allies during these periods where they were like hey read a book read this they putting them on too so it was a lot of our families who who got that benefit i guess just basically got got the blueprint into being american while many of us also were still stayed under uneducated we're not the house niggers, I'm say, and we were just passed uneducation, miseducation for generations. And so you have those people now who we seem a little off, seem a little slow, seem a little I'm sorry, that's a rude word, seem a little brainwashed and lost in society most likely those were the ones who families did not receive education or did not drive to get the education needed to survive in America. So we were just left with kids who did not know anything. And you know, we as children depend on our parents to teach us stuff and it's important. My parents and I, you know, me and my sister and my parents, we weren't in, in, we were homeless, but we weren't, you know, in mansion or none of that. We weren't in our house. We didn't have a car. But one thing they did was teach us education, education, taught us knowledge. And that kept us going and then keep us strong now. But, and you know, you don't, a lot of people don't have those parents, don't have that parent, don't have that guardian. To teach them education. Knowledge is power, and knowledge is what places the superior from the inferior. It ain't about looks, it ain't about status. It's all about the knowledge that's it within you that makes you superior or inferior. And the fact that we, when we were in Africa. Before the slave trades, we were, you know, business people, but we were under control, like it's like a hierarchy. We were under control of a higher power. No, that's not a surprise. That's normal. That job's work, right? But we were in control of our own businesses, but you know, we were dependent on that country's big person, big guy. And then that big guy, the head honcho, you know, manipulated our peoples that were just minding our business, manipulate the ones they could manipulate into getting on that boat and helping out America, to, aka enslavement. How did we walk on that boat? Were we forced? Hey, I have a lot of history to do, so I'm just asking rhetorical questions. Were we forced? Like, were we... Like, not on our will? Did we do it willingly? I don't know. I'm not going to get into that and offend people. I got to go to Africa to get my answers, but... I'm going to give you an explanation on why I'm asking these questions. Okay, it was... Thomas Jefferson wrote a statement in a note statement in notes on the state of Virginia this was after the declaration was signed and what he did with this statement he was basically excusing white supremacy and, justif- and ju- basically justify slavery by assuming that the inferiority of Africans caused slavery He said to himself, the inferiority of Africans caused slavery. And so he basically said, Look, it's not not me and my white people's fault. We ain't do that. We didn't cause these problems. They they wanted to do it themselves. They they didn't know better. They were uneducated. So, like a business people, we are. We just, it's a dog eat dog world. We needed money. We needed trade stuff. We needed supplies, so hey, we took advantage of the weak, and now it was called slavery that's what the statement is saying white supremacy was justified let me give you somebody else look up a German philosopher named Immanuel Kant I-M-M-A-N-U-E-L K-A-N-T okay this guy, he like broke it down. Y'all need to look him up. He had a quote-unquote, he, co- he compared quote-unquote races to each other, even though we have one human race. He compared races, saying Negroes as a silly natural aptitude. Oh, I'm sorry, Negroes are a silly natural aptitude and therefore have no real culture. Negroes have no have no knowledge, basically, like the rest of the humans, and therefore they have no culture, because how can non-humans have culture, right? That's basically what it's saying. But then, you know, me being black, I'm sorry, y'all, before I continue on, I got these resources from White Space Black Hood by Cheryl Cashin. And that's a nice book. Very in- very informational. But yeah, so he also said, We don't have an essential human character. The ability to make independent judgments are not available for us. We cannot think on our own. That's what Emmanuel can't say it. Black people, aka African Americans, aka ancestors, all of us. Even though he said this back in the 1700s, 1800s, or something like that. He told the world, the Negro culture is, equals that of uh, slaves who allowed themselves to be trained. He said, African Americans, these slaves allowed themselves to be trained. German philosopher, emmanuel kant said the same thing kanye west said about slavery was a choice basically so it made me get a little off kanye west i'm like oh that's it's probably why he said slavery was a choice because he was reading up what these you know white philosophers and stuff was talking about with black people it's not like he's trying to come off as a coon or uncle sam or whatever but this America, this is what people think of us today, yesterday, and in the future. Until we prove ourselves otherwise, until we prove ourselves that we are independent and can push a business out like the rest of the world, that can make our own money and save it instead of spending it, then we will have a different story. But until then, We will continue to have these ghettos, these uneducated children and adults, these angry children and adults, these depressed children and adults. We will continue to have bad blood in America as African-Americans if we don't realize our history. And when I say history, I mean what we were valuable with, other, you know, before slavery. Because all these books, all these movies, entertaining, entertainment books and movies, I keep bringing back that slavery era. And at first, you know, when I was a little young, I used to like watching the movies. because I'm like, damn, my people are suffering. Let me watch this. But my, today, at this age, I'm looking like, damn, how many more slave movies we gonna see? What about the movies where we, we you know, what about the royal movies, the Egyptians and the pharaohs, all that? What about the movies African that's portrayed like, like Black Panther? And what's crazy is Black Panther was in Wakanda. That's not even a real country. So, like, more movies like that Well, we see actual countries in Africa or whatever, you know, making good stories on the the screen or in books. Pretty sure it's it's many in books, though, that we don't know about. But American entertainment is all about slavery. You know why? Because that's just what, what America was built on, built on the backs of slaves, slaves that were vulnerable and were trapped by their homeland and brought here without any clue what to do. You wonder why the Native Americans get wiped out because they didn't have weapons like the, these the Europeans had when they landed and, and took over stuff. you know what I'm saying? They fought Native Americans fought. they had their bow and arrows and whatever needed but it wasn't enough because they wasn't prepared for what weapons those Europeans had it's the same same principle like when we were, when black people were taken to the ships completely confused completely clueless on what was in store they just thinking ahead they taking their talents and gonna make some money and do what they did at home no 400 years of enslavement so after the slavery came Black Wall Street in the early 1920s that was mysteriously destroyed and that body count of those deceased it's really not even we don't really know the actual number of that Black Wall Street pretty sure you, most of you know about Black Wall Street I'm not going to get into that look it up yourself and you know it made me wonder, though. I'm like, okay. Black Wall Street was a good example of black people making, you know, be independent. Making their own businesses, trading with each other. But then, the master. The, the, the Caucasian racist guy destroyed that. Destroyed that out of anger. I don't know. Why? But why did they, they destroy it? They, that's what they wanted, right? They wanted us to be a part of the country, right? And no. We were made to be here to do work for someone else, to make money for someone else. We were not here to stand on our own two feet. It's sort of had like a, how a woman was before she was able to vote. It's like she was just made to be in the house. She couldn't do nothing else. She couldn't get a job. Mm, they? No. You know, just raise the kids. That's all you do. You just for the house. You know, we don't need your politics, woman. We don't need your intelligence. We don't need your brain. We just need your physical. We need your body. Same thing with sla- enslavement. They didn't need us for other things. Well, even though we invented many things, but a lot of our names are not on those inventions because the credit was given to someone else that was quote unquote more superior than us so this is a lot of history that i'm not gonna break down and i'm not trying to sound like no conspiracist. but the tr- proof is in up putting people we are seeing sexuality being glorified and exaggerated on black women We are seeing thugged out, gangster, inconsiderate, disrespectful rappers who are black men rapping about inconsiderate, immoral things. All this is happening today and it's glorified and it's mocked by the superior people. And you wonder why I'm talking about this, why I'm going back to slavery, why I'm saying like, hey, what's going on? Why, Why are we just easily so manipulated and brainwashed be being ratchet and ghetto. And it's not, you know, the working black people, like me and everybody else, a lot of us, we are like the middle man. Because we be like, okay, I love my people, but I don't like them. Because they just tripping, they acting like animals. You see it in the news, even though, to be honest, the news Even over exaggerates. They only target the ghetto areas about the crime that goes there around there. Domestic terrorism is worse than the crime they report on black people. Black on black crime or whatever. If we rob somebody, we rob downtown. But you know what's in the news? We've been crimes, criminals in the news for years. So I realize that we are not here to be smart. We were not here to use our brains. We were only made for cattle. And the fact that you all are continuing this catalystic, I don't know if that's a word, but sound wrong. This catalystic principle and being puppets for the superior people shows you a lot about the future of us, of our race. Our race, African-American race, will be destroyed if we just continue on with being greedy with money that doesn't even have our face on it. Being greedy with just attention and putting out music, even though, look, a lot of us Black people, African-Americans, are in a struggle. We are in the trenches. We are in these places where there's a lot of violence and crime. But that doesn't mean rap about it like it's entertaining, like yeah, we got your ass. We shot you up, nigga. what's up? Got my homies in the back posted up. Oh no. Nikki Minaj said in that song. She only mess with niggas that shoot at the ops all day. Come on now. Y'all don't know the agenda. You don't see the You don't see the signs of this bullshit. Then the poor white people, not poor, poor, but the poor white people who like, look, we don't got nothing to do with this. We ain't even trying to be all racist. We're not trying to be segregated. We just, this is what we learned. We don't, we want to help. I don't. But then you got the, the black people who don't want help. And it's being ignorant. It, and you got the black people who are the middle man too. That's looking around confused. Like, look, I'm not trying to be a part of this ratchetness, But my color, my color is brown. My color is black. So they, even though I'm smart and I have a, an idea in a business, I just, I'm just not being seen because the majority of us are potatoes, animalistic people who don't have an a independent bone in our body. So it's like, it's a gap on success with a lot of us. We have to work harder at getting this success as black people due to these stereotypes, due to these beliefs. No, we have to go back and find our culture. Where is our culture? Do we have a culture? Yeah, we do, but we're not practicing it. Our culture revolves around family. Our culture revolves around inventions and innovation and teaching and influence, positively influencing each other as a family in order to make money for generations to come, to be to bring in wealth. We are looked at as dumb dependent because we don't know how to bring in wealth. We can make a dollar a year. We can make 50, 100, 100,000. But what are we doing with this money? How is it that NBA players or whatever, whoever get these million dollar deals, Got to end up in in um, health insurance f- fraud claims because they didn't have enough money. After, they, just, they was just an NBA. It's just examples of like how much spending we do, how much irresponsible things we do as a people. We putting everybody in this, all black people. Don't care how rich or wealthy your family is, you in this too. We just look at each other as enemies. And we look at each other as competition. That's not a culture. A culture is together. We have so many subcultures of hope. This subculture of thugs. This subculture of gold digging females. This subculture of smart, alecky, nerd people who mind a bit. We're not together. But we need to be. So... I just wanted to point that out. Read the book by Cheryl Cashin. Her name is S-H-E-R-Y-L-L-C-A-S-H-I-N. The book is called White Space, Black Hood, Opportunity Hoarding, and Segregation in the Age of Inequality. Just take it out. Shout out to her. But yeah, I'm sorry. I've been... I've been still working on my, my publishing company, y'all. So I will have that website out real soon. Help Anyone need help with telling their story in the form of a book, a chapbook, meaning that's a poetry book, art. Anyway, I will have a website for you so you can display your your art, your words, and you could get paid. So, I'm doing all that on my own. So, it's taking a little longer, but I'm getting it. It's getting there. Fed Up Publishing's coming near you soon. So, be ready. All right, Teresa M is out. It was nice talking to you all. I hope you kind of understood the, the gist of this podcast. I was kind of running on. I didn't have all the numbers, so don't uh, judge me. Oh, she's just saying it. You no, know, I'm not. I'm not just saying this though. I'm not just put bringing it out of my head. I've just read so much info from a lot of these resources. And my first recent resources was White Space Black Hood book. It has way more than I was talking about in there, and it just I had to drop put the book down and talk about it to y'all to just show you. As a black people, what people view you are as, if you don't know already, I'm tired of seeing these women who walk around with bonnets, drive around with bonnets, be loud, obnoxious. I'm tired of these young men, they pants down, don't know how to say hi, how you doing? I'm just tired of all of it. So we got to do better, black people. If you want to stay in this country and if you want to be successful and you want your kids to be successful, it's time to let this ignorant shit go. Do your research, do your history, understand your wealth, understand your power, understand your value and live like the rest of everyone else. That's it. That's all. Talk to y'all next time. Peace out.